0: Well, hopefully
1: you're in the heart of winter break. um, And if not,
0: it's the last week before winter break. Yes, this should be gearing either gearing up or some districts. Because I think some districts are like going all the way till like the 20th. Because I was just getting dates for IEP meetings until the 21st or whatever. That's ridiculous.
1: I don't know how parents are supposed to like get ready for Christmas
0: like yeah, so they have like the weekend. Yeah, they have the weekend. Yeah. If they didn't go Cyber Monday shopping in black friday shopping
1: (laughs) didn't do enough but you know with the beginning of the i mean i guess we're in the middle of the holiday season you know we start thinking about the new year coming
0: and do you have a new year's resolution for
1: 2019
0: i was pretty happy with my resolution for last year remember i said i would write down like every day like that's my little this is my little book we're recording from my house today so she can actually see it this has been my like little of this days did you it's actually like a, do it every yeah, single day i've done it every single day Ooh. so i haven't read ba- it back maybe i should do that i don't know maybe that'll be my new maybe like it. Yeah, skim <laughs> it and see if
1: there's like i don't know any patterns to figure out yeah what new one should be so it was
0: last year i had made a resolution to write down at least one thing that i was grateful for because I had read some book or heard somebody talk on some podcast about rewiring your brain, right? Like, especially in the area of law that that we do and Amanda and I, I mean, we talk about mental health and things like that, but, and that you know, we're counselors in every sense of the way but it's it's a lot and I wanted to focus on mental health and and this is a way to rewire your brain so that you're not like negative about things because we have hard days you know, we want to help as many children as we can and, and sometimes the the administrative kind of side of scheduling IEPs or getting opposing counsels to call us back. You know, half our jobs are sending emails or follow-up phone calls. <laughs> or some days you get
1: the tough calls that yeah. no matter what you're doing, something happens. Right.
0: But, you right. know,
1: the kid gets suspended or... Right. Or worse, sometimes there's real struggles, and you know it's definitely you know we really connect with our clients, and and it is it's very hard when things are not going right because we can't prevent against everything. Things are going to happen, and you know we we take it to heart, and and we kind of have to to be in this profession. But you know I think it's it's good to try to think about the good things, and I think yeah. that's what we've told parents too before, like on Thanksgiving, our Thanksgiving episode, yeah. like there are good things and you have to focus on the good things. Otherwise you'll get so and it, stuck.
0: It's just like you train for anything, right? I think they say it takes three months to form a habit or something. And 21 days. I think is it 21 days. I feel like I've heard that before. yeah. And so then you kind of get in a routine. So then, you know, I'd come home and I'd, I try to think at least of one good thing. And so that's that's been good. I don't know, has it changed my person? I don't know if that it has. But maybe next year, you know, at least two things. Because sometimes it'd be hard. Like, And if I had more than one thing, I would put more than one thing. So I think, actually, if I do look, like probably by the end of the year, like now, there's at least three things, I think, that I started writing. Mm-hmm. So that was good. So I don't know. That, that was a good one. I don't know that I could steal it and um, make it. Uh, again for next year, but by the time that this drops, I will have a new little human that I'm taking care of. If some of you have noticed, I have been pregnant. I haven't really talked about it, but that might be my new year's resolution is to keep her alive. I don't know. Can I do that? <laughs> She'll be born before the new year, but I don't know. So I don't, I'll have to figure out. I'll pass right now uh, just because I feel like I, I sure might hope have you stick to. to that <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, that's, it's just It'll be different, right? Because she's not here now. So yeah, once um, she's here, maybe. Yeah, you know. like maybe something will pop in my head. What about you? What about New Year's resolutions for you? You know, all my friends, including you, sitting there getting married, having kids,
1: and I—I I really thought to myself the other day. I said, you know, I've been wanting a dog for a very long time, and I've, I've put talked it about off. it. Yeah. I've put it off, right? I had a dog growing up. Name was Tomba. Actually, we named him after the skier, Alberta Tomba, because we got him during the Winter Olympics.
0: Oh, that's
1: fun. And had him for 16 years. Australian Shepherd, German Shepherd mix. That's a long time. Was the best dog ever. And I haven't really had a pet since because I had that dog basically... He passed away when I was in college and then I went to law school and I've lived in like apartments that I can't really have animals. And it's always been that, well, you know, you're too busy in law school to have an animal. Then you're too busy when you're a baby attorney. And then it's like, it's always, there's always something. It's Mm kind of like the idea that like, there's never a good time to have a kid. I feel that way about a dog. And so I finally just said, you know what? There's never a good time. I need to just do it. So I'm moving into a complex where I can have
0: a dog and my New Year's resolution is to get a dog. To find a dog. Yeah, we were talking about how now like the pounds have the website. Because you would -hmm. would adopt, you wouldn't shop. Absolutely. Um, Definitely adopt. Or actually it's illegal now, right? No, in L.A., We're in Orange County. Yeah, well, well,
1: well, those are like puppy mills, but people can still be breeders. Oh, that's true. And and you can still do that. But, you know, I had a mutt growing up. You know, my dad had two dogs when I was in college and, Mm. you know, they were mutts. And, you know, I don't have a set like breed in mind. Mm. My biggest thing is since I'm a runner, I want a dog that I can run with. And that's not, you know, too small. Obviously, I can't have too big of a dog, but something kind of like in the middle. So, you know, my goal, I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to go to some pounds. And if I fall in love with one, I fall in love with them. And knowing me, I'll probably it'll be the first dog I meet. (laughs)
0: Yeah, probably. probably. No, you'll come home with 10 dogs. dogs. (laughs) That's a very, that's why I can't go to Pounds now. I know, that's what I'm saying. Because I would have
1: had 10 dogs already. Like, I have to be really careful because I love dogs so much. And that's why, like, that's going to be my New Year's resolution. I'm just, I'm going to go for it. That's a pretty good one.
0: I mean, you've already taken steps to do that. Like, you're going to move out of your complex. But I feel like people have pets in that complex. I know, but, you know. But it'll be a nice change of scenery. That'll be good. But yeah, so hopefully you guys have thought about your New Year's resolution. And if you haven't, this is like the
1: perfect yeah. time to start thinking about it. Yeah, um, We may have mentioned this before. You know, a good thing to think about is is not just things that, like you want to do or sometimes it's about things that you want internally to work on. Sometimes sometimes it's simple. Like I said, I'm going to need a dog. It's mm-hmm. not like I should be able to accomplish that. But then other times it might be, hey, you know what? I want to focus on something for my kid. Maybe it's you focus so much on certain aspects of speech therapy and you really want to hone in on articulation this year who knows what it might be but that could be an age resolution but it doesn't have to be i think i think like the whole point of it is to realize that as humans we grow and we change and we want to as much as we can show and grow and change for the better and always be doing something to better ourselves so Whatever that may be, and um, we'd love it if you wanted to, you know, go on our our Facebook group and you know tell us what your news resolution is, and you know maybe you have a resolution that you want to accomplish something, whether it's with your kid or with your life or your time management of your kids' schedules, but maybe you don't know how to do it. So drop us a line and say, hey, you know, my news resolution is to focus on having better time management with the kids homework you know maybe other parents have strategies on how better to do that that i think that's a good way to you don't have to do it all alone you can, yeah pinterest can
0: do pinterest is great for just all sorts of ideas like you know we, we've had people reach out to us on our facebook and our instagram and they're always giving us tips and tricks or they're saying oh hey that's really cool that you do that in california you know i follow this page on on pinterest or because like you can follow like boards yeah and stuff or even even on Instagram, like there's just so many people out there doing so many different things. It's nice to you don't have to reinvent the wheel is right. what I'm saying. Like, I don't think I got that idea for the gratefulness thing, you know, just because I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I literally got like four or five planners over Christmas and this is one of them. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I can change this into like that. But. I think that that's a good idea. You know, New Year's resolutions don't have to be about going to the gym and doing this. Like they can be small things. I've heard a lot of people do one of our friends with her daughter. They'll have affirmations that they Mm -hmm. say in the morning. Mm. And I know that we've, what were we? Oh, we had read a book in our book club and it was the the superwoman pose, right? They say research has indicated that if you stand like um, Wonder Woman with your hands, uh, your chest out, you know, and your hands on your hips, you know, for five seconds before public speaking or before you have to go and do something, something. it's like... It's this trigger of, you know, kind of gives you confidence or whatever. Like even some, you know, small little thing like that. Maybe your New Year's resolution is to do meatless Mondays. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's something to do something to help the environment. Like Mm -hmm. we've talked about before, getting rid of these plastic straws or
0: having reusable cups. Maybe it's drinking more water. That's actually a really good one. Drinking more water that you don't really realize all the different, you know, because if you start your morning with a cup of coffee, it's just like, okay, well try to like down a glass of water like before that yeah, because yeah. yeah a lot of people actually don't drink enough water but i can tell that I when i'm not in the office d- like i don't drink as much water mm. like i try to keep like tabs but like on the weekends like you'll yeah. notice like it'll be filled with other stuff yeah water it, like it's good to have like a one of those uh, reusable water bottles because yeah. then you can yeah. really tell well and there's apps too right well that's the thing is that there's apps that will like will like alert you every so
1: often to remind you Actually, there's, a water, there's a water bottle water bottles. That yeah that. yeah <laughs> yeah like
0: there's a water bottle it's it's now very in as as we talk about that i'm getting thirsty i know now I'm, getting, I'm just down in the water that i had in front of me but yeah no as you um are getting ready for the holidays we thought it would be good to talk about you know some traveling tips from, from parents and, and articles that we've read over the last couple of weeks regarding, we know it how might be hard to travel with yeah. any child. Yeah.
1: So let alone a child living with a disability. I yeah. know a lot of people are hesitant to travel. There are so many families out there that have like, figured it out right and
0: right so and it's like- hard do you start really early you know um, when they're really young you know and they're having these tantrum things or do you start when they're older i know a client of mine they just took their first like successful trip i should say and and the child's 15 he was getting on a plane for the first time i believe they were going to like chicago and he did great like they prepped him They let him research everything that he needed to research about planes Mm -hmm. and like, and I know that you've had a client that was like obsessed with traffic, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're taking a road trip or whatever. And, And a lot of the articles or blogs that mommies have written talk about the the need to plan, right? But to be flexible, like yes. it's so hard. Yeah, how do you plan to yeah. be flexible? But you know your child best, and and sometimes what a lot of these mommy bloggers were saying were, you know, you don't give your kid enough credit, mm-hmm. you know, because the thing about traveling is it's not something that you do every day. Right. You go to the grocery store, the post office, you do those things weekly, and like. What kid wants to like do that stuff? Some of them like don't have any interest in it. But with traveling, like you make it, it, it's not just like one day you wake up and it's like, we're going to Disneyland. Like it's not, it's like weeks, maybe months of like prepping or like getting the kid to be familiar. And I know in the past, we've talked about several organizations that, we'll have like a facility where it's, they simulate an yes. airplane. Remember we've uh-huh. talked about that uh-huh. in the past and we wanted to focus on, you know, different places and just like tips and tricks, you know, obviously calling the hotel beforehand or the airline beforehand and they Sometimes make special even, accommodations all the yeah. time. Well, and the great thing about the internet is if you yeah. know where you're going,
1: right. you can see pictures of the hotel, right. you can see pictures of the airport, you can see pictures of the plane. So if you can kind of show that visualization to your child of like, hey, here's where we're going, here's some information here's a picture of the hotel this is what the room is probably going to look like It, it gives them that familiarity that once they get there they have something that they can already visualize in their mind and what I've seen a lot of families do is like if you have some kind of reinforcement system or even if you don't it might be good to create some sort of reinforcement system that can be just for the trip so if you're going on a trip to visit family for the holidays, maybe you schedule time for a special activity. Either it's just with that kid or you know, maybe they have like, cousins they can do it with. If you're not going to like Florida and planning on going to Disney World, right? you could still do something like, hey, we're going to go bowling or we're going to go play in the snow. So you create that activity of like, this is something that you're going to get to do, something that they would enjoy, and then they have to earn it in the right, sense right. that – Here's the expectations. You're going to show me the appropriate behaviors on the plane, mm-hmm. at the airport. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat the food. You're going to use the rest, all these things, right? And then they already know. So, I mean, and we don't need to tell you guys how to do a reinforcement system. The majority right. of you are, are well already versed know. in it. Yeah. But I think that that sometimes can be something where, because it's a special thing that doesn't happen all the time, I think having something that's a little bit different than what the traditional might give a little bit more notoriety to it because then it's like, oh, this. This is different. It's not the standard so that when there are things that are different than the normal day to day, they're already in that zone that this is different than the day to day.
0: Yeah. I was in the IEP meeting the other day and the child over the summer was going to kind of do like a summer camp. Mm hmm and it was four children with special needs and she's older and and she'd already been and you know it's like November and she's already talking about this program and the teacher was like I'm kind of using this as a reinforcer mm-hmm. and then he's like but is there anything else like short term and mom's like she wants to go to the Lakers warrior game and <laughs> and then like somebody on the team was like oh well that's not good like if you buy the tickets and then you know she doesn't reach that goal like and then she doesn't get it and then mom and then she's like and you spend all this money and mom's like I'm still gonna go like oh, right? it was just really funny and I was like "Where?" You could sell it to to me. Um, I was with Philip and we were just <laughs> like, we're Laker fans. Like, you know, I think it's one of those things that you know what's gonna work best. And and going back to my client with with the older child, you know, they had tried in the past. To go on road trips ended right. in disaster. Coming home, you know, all things that they can control, obviously, and, and most of them were road trips. This was obviously this was the first time that they were going to go on a plane, but they had prepped him, and you know, since last year he's he started at a new non-public school as well, and there was like incorporation, like how you were mm. saying with that kind of yeah. like everybody kind of like all hands on deck. Um, We know Disney World, for instance, they have guest assistant cards where you can wait in separate lines. You can actually even call and say, hey, we need to try this right out it's like crazy but they'll they'll allow that you know because you want to gauge how the child will respond Will they need their um noise canceling headphones will they not you know is the lighting too dim or you know what if they have like strobe lights or whatever and i'm sure the whole disney corporation even disneyland here I, i know when i was there a couple weeks ago we were like by the nurse's or i guess the first aid station and and a gentleman came in with his daughter who was in a wheelchair she's even a bit older maybe cerebral palsy and he just like walked in he's like just gonna use the bathroom like they have specialized bathrooms yeah. within the front, and they're like oh you know where it is and like he's like yep you know because he you know obviously needed to help her right. or you know they were bigger or whatever and i like i've grown up here with disneyland my entire life i even worked at disneyland i had no idea that the first aid stations had specialized bathrooms and and it's just a matter of of calling and getting to know what you're getting into really because you you don't know what you don't know right there might be a lot remember last year you went to staples center oh yeah and they had those and they had the sensory kids yeah they were just rolling them out but like
1: That was yeah. crazy like I think I think people are getting more and more aware and, and you know, I think in in planning on where you're gonna go and you know, your holiday travel might be mostly to see family and so it might be dealing with that. But I, I think also like sometimes maybe this is your first time visiting family out of state. Because you're finally like the kids are at that age where they can do it and, and you're not as worried. And maybe there's family members that you haven't really seen or haven't dealt with. You know, your child is living with autism and they do have some tantrums and you have a system for addressing those behaviors and you're using ABA. I think another tip is to like make sure that if you're going to be staying with family or you're going to be around family that may not be as used to ABA strategies There's nothing wrong with putting together a cheat sheet and giving it to them ahead of time. Everyone has email. Say, hey, we're going to be there. There's just some things that we use. There's some things that we say that we don't say. Um, We try to use positive reinforcement. I think most people would be welcoming of that. And I think that that can just be really helpful. And then let's say you're going to a hotel. Nothing wrong with getting a cheat sheet and giving it to the concierge at the hotel. Right. Because you never, like, people for the most part are kind. So you don't know, like, they don't know what they don't know. Right. So they're going to react right. in a certain way without knowledge and so as much as you can like provide them hey this is like what we may need support with or you know if you could help us with this i mean i think that a lot of airlines are very good with that yeah so if you go up to the stewardesses and like give them and and so that often helps so that's something that like don't be afraid to
0: do and yeah of course there are good stewardesses huh are we saying stewardesses as a flight attendant flight attendants i don't know i just thought of it i was like i don't know very old timey i'd like to ask ask
1: one Yes. Yeah, okay gonna-
0: <laughs> but I mean, yes, of course,
1: we know with with creating this podcast, we're very aware that we need to change perceptions in this country right. about disability. And that is something that we're trying to help make that I change. Think it's just preference, right?
0: But- like, it's everybody has different preferences and it's not like we're trying to make it seem, oh, you have to be different because we're different. No, it's like, I don't like onions on my burger and I'm entitled to that, right. you know? But like you said, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so this is a starting the conversation and making it something where you don't have to be ashamed to like right. share that information, yeah. which a lot of people I'm sure still are. They just wanna be like everyone else. Right. But what is everyone else? Right. What is normal? There is no, there is no normal. I don't know what the new normal is. <laughs> Who knows? In this, in this day and age. I don't know. <laughs> in this political, cl- no, I'm just kidding. New York, in one of the articles that I had read, was the city that they claimed to be like most accessible and in- Something that I hadn't known. Well, I did know about like museums and like their public transportation. You know, they try as best as they can to be accessible. And then the Alliance for Inclusion in the Arts a couple years ago actually kicked off this Broadway accessibility initiative. And it aimed to make Broadway shows more enjoyable for the deaf and the blind. So you could go in and use this device. It was a eye caption handheld device and it displays like the dialogue lyrics, any of the show notes. Announcements. If you were visually impaired, you could use this descriptive audio device, and that relates like all the visual elements of the show, including choreography, lighting, sets, and costumes. So Hmm. they really were able to try to open up Broadway, something that you would think like, oh, you wouldn't be able to enjoy it. But they really tried to make it so that it could be as accessible as to many people as possible. And and if you're not in New York City or anywhere near there, um, a lot of our national parks, like you don't have to be inside. Yeah. Yeah. They actually have accessible hiking trails and activities, but you need to call and find out um, because not all of the state parks are created equally, but Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and South Dakota actually have accessible cabins. Oh. And so they have like low kitchen showers, you know, obviously hmm. that fit wheelchairs or hospital bed lifts and things like that. And the article goes on to say you want to plan the dream vacation but it might take you a bit to get right it might take a lot of the planning but the idea
1: is don't be afraid if you want to go and do some holiday traveling whether it's to see family or go on an adventure I guess one thing that we would we would note and mention about the kind of holiday travel is obviously most school districts have like a a two-week Winter break is typically standard. Some schools just have three weeks, some it's like a little bit more than two. But sometimes you may want to go on a trip that you want to be home for, let's say Christmas and then go on a trip afterwards. And so we do see families that end up going on vacation longer than winter break. And so they end up, the child may miss Either maybe they leave before winter break because, like we were saying, if winter break starts the Friday before Christmas and the family, you know, is going across the country and they want to be able to be there for certain activities, you know, you may leave early or you may come back for winter break late. Obviously, don't be afraid to, like, if your kid misses a couple of days of school, it's not that big of a deal. However, you do want to keep in mind truancy laws. Um, each state has their own sets of truancy laws as how many unexcused absences are considered, mm-hmm acceptable. Mm -hmm. Obviously, truancy laws are a big deal. Um, Some school districts, take them more seriously than others. Sometimes you'll get actual SARB letters, letters that, that say basically you're violating the law because your
0: child is not in school. And I think um, SARB is School Attendance Review Board. Yes. So it's an outside entity because your child should be, you know, under the age of 18, should be in school and you, the parent, will be held responsible. And oftentimes the the way that we encounter it Is that the child has uh, social emotional issues, and so they are not necessarily getting excused by a doctor?
1: Is what SARB is supposed to be for is for chronic tardiness and chronic absences and truancy. So the idea is to try to figure out why is this child missing so much school. So typically if a child has an IEP and there's social emotional issue that's well documented and we know their school refusal and the parents told the school that their school refusal then there shouldn't be anything you should be worried about with truancy. But when families do decide to take extended breaks sometimes you do need to be weary. Now usually it's as simple as giving the school advanced notice right. and Maybe saying they'll give you a homework package. Yeah. Yeah. And usually that's okay. Cause it's like excuse versus unexcused. Mm-hmm. And some schools will say like, Hey, if you're going on a family trip and you're gonna you know, miss three extra days, like that can be excused if you give advanced notice and get now when you're like older in high school, then it's more along the lines of, okay, oh, well, are you getting your work done? Do you have to make up a test? That sort of thing. If you're not missing that, then it might be okay some teachers would say like oh you get five points of participation every class Mm -hmm. you go to so the child is going to miss those participation points but maybe it's okay
0: I think it's important too to be wary of um, I had a case at the beginning of this last school year where the parents the child missed like the first week and a half or two weeks of school because they were like in Hawaii at the like Disney Alano like you know how like Disney has like Uh a hotel or whatever and it was like the only time they could book it or whatever and so when we ended up going to you know his annual iep meeting which was like in october you know i had sent a letter about you know oh we feel like so-and-so is having a hard time like adjusting blah blah blah." and one of the emails i had gotten back was like well he was like gone for the first two weeks of school and like so at the iep meeting they brought it up right so just be wary of that like that's why open communication having things written down because if they knew that that was going to happen and they could have provided something such as a homework packet or even giving or expressed what they thought right. might happen, right. then that's a little different than trying to throw right. it back in a parent's face and like, oh, well, he yeah. wasn't here. And like, that's the reason why he's behind. It's like, there could be. A, right. There's way I mean, at reason. the end of
1: the day, a couple of weeks, especially at the beginning of the school year, like that's a lot of repetition anyway. Right. You know, we've seen times where like different parents jobs prevent them from being able to take vacation at the traditional times. You know, maybe their profession is something that is busiest during the holidays, in which case then they can't, or maybe they're busiest during the summer. So it's easier for them to take a week long vacation in the middle of January. I mean, You know that's something to keep in mind for like administrators and teachers too. Like if if parents are obviously like parents, make sure that you're giving advance notice if you can, and you're providing information because a lot of times the teachers will give you those homework packets. I mean, just like everything, like communication. The more open you can be, communication, the less likely there's gonna be things being thrown back at you or difficulty. You know, a, a lot of times that's all it takes. Now, of course, you could get into issues, but you know, you do have a right. If I mean, the kids allowed to miss a couple days of school it's not going to be the end of the world if that happens
0: yeah and it's also one of those things that we oftentimes see sarb not in this context of what we're talking about it's around the holidays and you know we, we see it where the the child in high school has 88 absences and you know the school should have sarb them a at a certain tally. point but they were marking the child excused and if you do that It's one of those things where they're still getting funding because this kid was like excused, but it, but they're not qualifying him for an IEP or a 504. And so like, that's most of the time that we see, or the administrators are using that against the parent. In one of our cases, the child was like in the second grade and like, they were just like, you have to come to the police station. It was like this whole thing. And it was like, he had an IEP. He was having issues about going to school and then staying at school, the school would just. Call mom to pick him up. And right. it was just this whole ordeal. The kid like somebody told the kid, Your mom's gonna go to jail if you don't go to school. Oh, and then like yeah. he started going. They're like, Oh, well, I said that. It was like the principal and right. he's like, Well, I said but that. But then the kid, was like,
1: meanwhile, is having anxiety over the fact that your right? mom's gonna he go to jail. Your mom's gonna
0: go to jail. <laughs> it's like so crazy. So I mean, we see it in a very different context. We just thought it'd be a nice kind of bridge to to talk about what the truancy obviously we have compulsory truancy laws in in California but each state is different and you know the goal is obviously to have kids in school Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, in case you didn't know what SARB stood for or how it kind of can relate to what a man and I see at the most extreme that's Mm -hmm. just kind of like a little taste of it but something to bring up while you're traveling and we hope that you guys Have a great holiday season. The next couple of episodes, I think we actually will have them air on Christmas and on New Year's will be um, some of the most popular episodes that we've had. Mm -hmm. So we did, I think a little intro for them with any announcements or anything. I think it was just us rambling before the episode. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed uh, this last year. Obviously in November, we celebrated our, our one year of the podcast and, we still have stuff to talk about. So, yeah, and we
1: so appreciate you sticking around or if you're new to us, you know, we appreciate you and you want to give a gift that's free to your friends. Tell them how to buy our <laughs> podcast. It's tell like, it's like giving someone your Netflix password to say, Hey, go watch the series. Tell that's them true. here, I'm going to give you a gift of something to listen to. Hey,
0: why not? <laughs> yeah. And you know, you follow us on our social media and um, obviously on Facebook our Facebook page, for the inclusive education project podcast, is keep an alive eye on and and maybe
1: on the group. Maybe uh, Vicky will show the first baby of the pod. Maybe you'll get a, maybe, a little picture. Yes,
0: I already do have an outfit thanks to amanda about her being the first baby on on the pod so that would be fun (laughs) if i don't lose my mind but anyway (laughs) um yeah so we hope you guys enjoyed this uh, little holiday podcast episode and we will talk to you or as live as we can be well we'll talk to you in the new year
1: yeah in the new year well i guess we'll have a couple episodes that's what you're saying yeah yeah
0: and it'll be but like us live yeah in person, us in person. It's not live for you guys. You guys are listening to this whenever. But anyway, hope you have a happy new year and we'll talk to you in 2019. Bye. Bye.